This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Get to our picks coming up here next segment where we'll look at the scores from yesterday's games in the NFL. Also look back at Saturday's college football fun. But talk some more Ravens here. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Ravens back at it this week. Taking on the Rams Sunday. Ravens are seven and a half point favorites in that game Ooh. against an L.A. team that's won three in a row. Ravens coming off a bye at 9-3. and three. Right now the number two seed in the AFC behind the Miami Dolphins. But one of the big stories is the emergence of the uh, secondary. And in particular, a couple of guys. One of those players uh, busting out this year is Brandon Stevens. And here's Chris Hewitt talking about the, his evolution. He's always had the ability, and that's the reason why we drafted him to be a, a corner. You know, when he first got here, we had the deed at safety, and that's the reason why he moved him there at safety. But he's got so much ability that you can move him to so many different places. But, you know, selfishly as a coach, it's like, all right, Brandon can do this and Brandon can do that. You know, so you always move him around. But uh, this year he had an opportunity to just soak at corner. The reps and the opportunity to be there just just playing corner the entire time. And he's been playing extremely well. He's their number one corner. And the way he's playing right now, he's playing better than Marlon Humphrey was playing. So, I mean, that's that's a good thing. And Darby's on the other side right now, but Humphrey will probably be back for the Rams. But he can run. He's big. He's physical. Um, he's got a good plant. He uh, Pedal, plant, drive. The only thing he can't do is he can't play the ball in the air. <laughs> I mean, if he had that, we wanted by far one of the best corners in the league. So that that's the only thing he struggles with is finding the football. Yeah, he's got two picks, nine pass defense so far this season. But his emergence has been one of the more surprising stories, I would think, as you said, from a guy that might be best suited as a safety kind of hybrid guy to yep. now their best cornerback on one of the top defenses in the National Football League. Yeah, and, and, and Bob, I mean, they needed it. They needed somebody to step up because they were looking for that. And, and with Humphreys getting hurt, you know, they had to go get Darby. They had to go get a few guys to fill in. And all the fill-ins, Darby's played well. Um, uh, the Van uh, Rocky, Rocky, Rocky Sin, Sin. He's, he stinks. Rocky like a hurricane. Oh, boy. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a PI waiting to happen. But the frustrating part, I guess, if you're Eric DaCosta and, and Joe Hortiz looking at it, Jalen Armour Davis and Pepe Williams haven't really done anything. Done anything, yeah. For him, man. So that that's got to be somewhat disappointing. So uh, I mean, Darby's done done a really nice job as of late. 
So that's been been. So they, I mean, Bob, you hadn't even noticed that Humphrey hadn't been there. I mean, that's that's a thing over the last couple of weeks. So and they were able to take their time with Humphrey. Humphrey's missed a lot of time this year, and those guys, they've all stepped up. And the thing that's helped them is the pass rushes help because that ball comes out that much quicker. And the linebackers are playing much better in zone coverage, too. And we'll obviously be breaking down the Rams as the week progresses, but they've got some interesting weapons that they're going to throw out there at uh, Mike McDonald's defense, for sure. Yep. They they have very interesting. Like Cooper Cup, when I watch him, Bob, and, and you know, I watched him on film last week, and I said, all right, let me see this week, because people say he's been hurt. or what. He doesn't run very well right now. He he. He doesn't have a lot of speed or explosiveness. So I, I guess he kind of reminds you, you know, he reminds you of Thielen. Oh, now in Carolina, yeah. former Minnesota player. Yeah, that's kind of who he reminds you of. Whereas the rookie kid has got, we were just talking about it over Ron the break. Nakua, yeah. yeah, he's got a little burst in explosiveness, which has really, really helped them. And we talked about it, too, with um, Howard Balzer a couple segments ago. The Williams kid, the rookie out of Notre Dame, he's having a monster year. Coming back from injury, too, and picked up where he left off. And for a Notre Dame kid who's, you know, that's kind of uh, unusual. (laughs) It's been 880-1057, the fan. NFL lunch here on this Monday. Another big surprise this season in the Ravens' secondary has been Geno Stone yep. leading the NFL in interceptions. So, Chris Hewitt, where the hell did this come from? Did a little bit difference with Geno. Geno has been always been an instinctive player, high IQ football player. It's all about the opportunity. All the opportunities that he's had, even last year and even as a rookie, every time he's come in, he's played well. Now, this year, the ball is finding him, and that's just being confident in, in the, uh, the system. He knows the system well, and just like Kyle, He's being able to unwind things now and just go out there and just go play free and just go play football because he's always been an instinctive football player. So that's that's one of the reasons why we drafted him because of his instincts. It wasn't because, oh, he ran real fast, he jumped real high. Uh, people don't know about it. Uh, Geno got some bunnies. He can get off the ground too now. He can. And um, But his instincts are the things that, that are making him take off. And that shows watching him on film. He's got phenomenal instincts. I mean, because you watch him, even like on some quick streams and stuff, you say, damn, who's that already running? And it's Geno Stone. And like on the back end, the interceptions he's getting, making play. And like he is, the ball's finding him. And, and again, I want to. I keep going back to it, the number one sack team in the league. Nope. That ball comes out, and a lot of times they're just laying it up there, and, and he's finding a way to get it. So – yeah, give him a give him a uh, ton of credit because he is doing a nice job. I mean, and, and because there was a lot of talk, at least here, about maybe Stone should be playing because Marcus Williams only playing with one arm. Is it better to be playing Stone all the time? We saw that come to uh, the Cleveland game. Mm, no, no doubt, no doubt. When uh. Marcus Williams was making some business decisions. Yes, there. he was. He did not. Yeah, he wasn't tackling. <laughs> well, he limited a little bit there. He play, like you say, he's playing with one arm. I mean, you, you appreciate the effort trying to be out there, and, you know, he's highly paid, and he is a playmaker, but yep. not 100%. Well, the thing that's really going to help him, Bob, is the one game in 23 days. You know, so he had the bye, and then he comes back. So I would think he's going to be feeling a lot, lot better because we, we all know he's going to have surgery after the season's over, but he just 
decided to delay it, and hopefully he's feeling that much better. And finally, here on this NFL lunch, Chris Hewitt. You heard him reference Kyle Hamilton. Chris Hewitt, that guy's pretty good, isn't he? I told you from the beginning, in the, my, my first person in the beginning of the year, I told you that he was going to be pro bowl type level player. I mean, he does everything. He covers. He blitzes. Tackles. There's nothing that 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 can't that kid can't do. Um, you know, a lot of things that people don't realize about him is, you know, don't let the baby face fool you. He'll try to rip your face off. I mean, he's 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 a great player. Yeah, and thing one of the, to me one of the best things he does is rush the passer. I think he's a great blitzer because he's got natural pass rush moves. But yeah, he is taking out. I mean, what a difference from a year ago at the beginning of the season where he looked lost in space to the kid that's playing now. He's he's playing phenomenal football. He gets off of blocks. I mean, last week, you know, getting off the blocks and making the tackles and making plays, he's he's playing exceptionally well. Speaking of Haney, 1057 The Fan will come back. How do we do? Picking football. Let's I was find bad. out. You were bad? Oh, yeah. that's good news for me, unless I was worse, which we've seen happen many times before, so stay tuned for that. Bill Bender is going to be joining us from the Sporting News, talking about the college football playoff, minus Georgia defending champions who've lost once in their last 30 games, minus Florida State who was undefeated this season, and that transfer portal, it's not minus players. There's all sorts of people in that thing. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You can pick your friends. Did we just become best friends? Yep. You can pick your nose. But there was no pig. There was no pig. But only Vinny and Haney can pick games. Football pick-up. 1057 The Fan. Good evening, 81.057 The Fan here on this Monday. It's not a victory Monday for the Ravens because they didn't play, but they still gained some ground because everybody else in the division lost, and maybe Cincinnati will take a chin, take it on the chin too as they're 10-point underdogs at Jacksonville, which we'll talk about in a couple of minutes. But let's look at the picks. It's for booze, beer for me and Nolan, wine for Vinny. Vinny and Haney, Bob Haney, Vinny Serato, Nolan McGraw. All right, quick draw. Let's give uh, everyone a status report. On how the standings went. Apparently, I did really well last week. Yeah, you made up, uh, what did I tell you, four games, something how about like that? that? Now I'm only the 20 back. I'm 20 back now. Uh, less than that. You were uh, <laughs> 19 back going into this week. So Vinny was operating with a big lead here, 160 and 77. I was eight games back, 152 and 85. And Bob, 19 games back, 141 
and 96. All right. Well, so let's do it. We got to go back a ways. We included Thursday Night Football on this, Seahawks, Cowboys. Uh, all of us ended up picking the Cowboys here, so a little stat padding. On to college, Oregon, Washington. I think we all thought the Ducks would get their revenge. Lost to Washington earlier in the year. Not to be, though. Another win for Washington. Yeah, Penix uh, helped lead his team into the college football playoff with that victory against Bo Nix and the Oregon Ducks. A little heartbreak city for them. Question now is, is Bo Nix going to play in the bowl game for them? We're in, right? Uh, uh, ahead of Florida State? Yeah. So if Oregon wins, Alabama wins. Hmm. Well, I asked Bill Bender about that coming up in a couple yeah. of minutes. That's the last thing we need is more. Uh, hey, I'm already confused. Isn't it? How about Oklahoma State and Texas? Obviously, Texas gets the win. They get a spot in the top four, and we all saw that one coming. Yeah, that was a puffy pants performance there by the Longhorns. Well, none of us picked Alabama. We were all on Georgia, but nonetheless, there was an upset there. Yeah, Georgia marched right down the field, scored on the first drive, and then they had a hard time doing it for about two and a half quarters. Yeah. McConkie didn't look totally healthy. He looked like he was kind of at a hitch in his giddy-up. And then the only college game that we had uh, a disagreement on, Vinny mentioned it earlier, he was going with Louisville, Bob and myself, Florida State. Roll Seminoles, roll. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, Look where they are and, now. <laughs> and Norm, I mean, Louisville threw the pick in the end zone like they were on a 10-yard line going in, and then they threw another pick later. Otherwise, Louisville had a chance to win that game. All right, on to the NFL. Colts versus Titans. Here's another one. Vinny going with the Titans in this one. Oh, they, uh, they could block a from oh their punter. They win guy. the game. Two in a row. When does that ever happen? I mean, how about well, you saw on the, the second one when the punter broke his leg. The, the gunner, he because their guy came in, so he came in with them. And then their guy, the, the gunner on the right side, he didn't move. That guy had a clear – he wore out the punter. Yeah, he got drilled. And then did that lead to the missed extra point because Tannehill then assumed – Had uh, to hold. Yeah. It looked like the laces were in. Special okay. teams killed him in that game. Yes, it did. So Bob and myself made up another game. Minshew, the baby. Colts. There you go, Minshew mania. Uh, Chargers-Patriots was a slugfest, uh, extremely ugly game. Uh, nonetheless, the Chargers won, and we all had the Chargers. It was at six nothing. Yes, Kershaw with a shot out. Uh, how about Lions Saints? Lions up early, looked like they might choke it away, but were able to hold on. Yeah, they knocked their car twenty one nothing. I yeah. mean, they, it was they were up twenty one nothing halfway through the first. Mm-hmm. I it, thought it was going to be a puffy pantser. It yeah, but it. Jamison Winston, or Jameis Winston, the, the kid yeah. Jameson Winston, or Williams, excuse me. Jameis Winston came in because car got destroyed. But that kid Williams from Alabama showed that, that electrifying speed oh on God. that touchdown. Well, I mean, when I saw him, did they show his miles per hour or whatever on that one? It was, <laughs> it was, it was like a blur. Did you see that, Norm? I mean, he was getting it. He can move. Uh, Falcons, Jets. Vinny, you had the Jets here. Bob and myself with the Falcons. Yeah. I was taking a shot, figuring that, you know, Aaron Rodgers being back at practice. The defense played their ass off. And let's be honest, the Falcons, I mean, they're not to be trusted anyway. I no. Mean, you could have easily seen them, you know, Ritter with a couple picks. No easily doubt. losing that one. Well, he did. Yeah, they got a safety. It was 2 nothing. 
Here's my victory lap game. Cardinals versus Steelers called this one last week. I said Steelers were due, keep flirting with disaster, and the Cardinals were due for a good, nice win. So you guys had the Steelers, I had the Cardinals. Oh. A couple of extended weather delays mm-hmm. in that game, yeah, too. Thunder and lightning. Pittsburgh. Anytime there's lightning, pain in, pain in the ass. James Conner said, how you yeah. like me now? Against his former team. Dolphins versus Commanders. Easiest one of the day. Dolphins yeah. win big. A lot of uh, Dolphins colors there at FedEx Field. Yeah, what were they? They were all cheering for the Dolphins or something, weren't they? I mean, wasn't that it for the Washington fans? They were all going to cheer for the Dolphins on that oh, I day? I missed that. I just meant there was a lot yeah. of actual Dolphins yeah. fans there. Yeah. So I saw like a Larry Zonka jersey in there somewhere, too. I guess it wasn't Jack Del Rio's fault after all, was it? And the secondary, the secondary coach. coach. <laughs> were they really uh, They tightened up on Tyreek Hill, didn't they? Well, so... so uh, Ron Rivera was calling the defenses not so fast. Broncos versus Texans. This was an exciting finish. Russ with the turnover there right at the end. Uh, Vinny and myself had the Texans. Bob, you took a chance on the Broncos. Yeah, I'm still wondering why. Well, Russell Wilson had it. I mean, that interception, right? I mean, if he hits, they're on the 10, right? When he threw the pick. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, if he throws a touchdown, they win the game. Yeah, Houston loses Tank Dell for the year, unfortunately. Yeah, and they were saying on TV, you know, in that formation, you're going to run the ball right up the middle. Why do you got your receiver like the, as he a He was tight right end? in the middle yeah. of the scrum. And so was the other receiver. Panthers versus Buccaneers, another ugly weather game, but the Buccaneers pulled it out in the end. Mike Evans, big touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about Browns Did we versus, all have uh, Tampa? Uh, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, everyone on the Bucks here. Next game, we all agreed on this one as well. Browns versus Rams. Everyone had L.A. here. Yeah, winners up three in a row. Matt Stafford, three more touchdown passes in the win. Fighting Flacco's. Joe Flacco threw two. Yeah, he came out He came out throwing away. He threw some nice balls. The only thing with Stafford, Bob, if I remember right, he has little hands. And I don't know if he throws a wet ball real well. And that would be big for Sunday if it's supposed to rain. And then uh, was supposed to be game of the weekend, 49ers versus Eagles. Delivered in the drama department, some fights and all that, but score not even close. Uh, I went with the Eagles. You guys had the Niners. Yes. Brock Purdy, four touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey, he scratched. And Debo Samuel, monster game. Oh, yeah. For Kyle Shanahan. Well, they're, they're, their yak abilities off the charts. And now Eagles, their gauntlet run continues. They got to go travel to Dallas this coming week. Yeah. They are underdogs again, back-to-back weeks. Yeah. And well, the the thing is for Philly, they played what three games in thirteen days, something like that. Where the Niners had one game in a long time, so they they came in fresh. Um, so Cowboys come in. I mean, they haven't played since last Thursday, so they got mm-hmm. a ten day break too coming in. And of course, last night Chiefs versus Packers, a chance for the Chiefs at the end on the hail mary, uh, fell incomplete. We all had the Chiefs there. So everyone took a loss. Updated standings for the entire week. Uh, Vinny was nine and seven. Mm. I was twelve and four. Bob mm. eleven and five. So some ground was made up. Now I'm only five games back. Bob only seventeen back. Only seventeen. Only seventeen. Like the seventy-eight Yankees. But I don't have two months to <laughs> to chip away at that lead. But we do have a game tonight, everybody. Cincinnati at Jacksonville. Game you can hear on the fan. Jacksonville minus 10. Finney, what you got going on over here? Since he has no quarterback, Higgins is back, though, T. tonight. T. Higgins going to play tonight. Um, I take Jackson. I mean, Jacksonville can't afford to lose. Because if Jacksonville wins tonight, they're the number one seed. 
And they could use a, an emphatic win too, a good convincing win over a team that, like you said, doesn't have their starting quarterback. I'll go with the Jags. I'll take Jacksonville too, but something tells me it's going to be an ugly game. I don't know if that emphatic W is going to happen, even though the odds makers think that that will be the case. But uh, all of us taking Jacksonville tonight. Yeah, Trevor get... Lawrence needs like a dominant kick-ass performance. Yeah, I think Etienne is playing tonight, too. And he needs to pick it up. Yeah, he was on fire. Yeah. And then he's kind of hit the skids like three, four weeks in a row. But Jacksonville, Cincinnati tonight. You can hear that game on the fan. When we come back, talk college football. Bill Bender. Sporting news. No Georgia, no Florida State. Is that the appropriate decision made by the committee yesterday as the Final Four is set? Michigan, the number one overall seed. I don't think anybody should have a problem with that, right? They won no. the Big Ten and yeah. won it handily again. We'll talk to Bill about that. Funhouse trip, Nolan McGraw, coming up around 145 or so. And then inside access takes. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Over it, too. Baltimore's only 24-hour sports station. 1057. The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fan here on this Monday. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw is on the other side of the glass. Funhouse trip coming up here in about 10 minutes or so. Inside Access takes over at 2. Been talking a lot today with the Ravens on by this week about the college football playoffs, which is set. Four teams made it. Couples had a couple teams had their hearts broken. Here to talk about that and more on the zany portal too. I mean, you got a lot of bowl matchups where the quarterbacks have left the school yeah. before they even get to their bowl game. But he's with Sporting News. He's joining us on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Let's welcome in Bill Bender. Bill, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us here on 1057 The Fan. Hey, thanks for having me on. How are you guys? Doing Good. all right. Before we get to Captain Kirk and the uh, portal here and everything that's going on there, the no Georgia, first loss in, what, two years. Florida State's undefeated, 13-0, and both on the outside looking in. What does Bill Bender think about the committee and the job they did deciding the four who will play for the national championship? Well, I mean, they got it wrong by the spirit of competition. You know, you leave out a 13-0 and team, an undefeated Power 5 champion. That's unprecedented. You guys know all this, but we know why. Yeah, the quarterback got hurt. Did we do? The quarterback. That, that's number one. Jordan Travis got hurt. Number two, would you rather watch Florida State and Michigan in the Rose Bowl or Florida or uh, Michigan and Alabama? I think most of us know what we would really say there. Now, what about Georgia, though? And you can make a strong argument there. I mean, 48 hours ago, they were the number one team in the country, and now they lose their first game by three, and there's some interesting things happening there with strategy or whatnot, but what about Georgia? If you're uh, you're that 
program right now. You're Kirby Smart. How hot are you running today? Well, I mean, they had the the thing is, there's really no way to put them in though. Who were you going to shoehorn Georgia in over right. Michigan that that didn't lose? And Michigan, I believe, leads the nation in point differential. Washington, they need they really needed Washington to lose basically, because I, then I think you could have created an argument where Georgia could have slipped in over a one-loss Pac-12 champion, though that Pac-12 champion would have been Oregon at that point. There just wasn't a lot of upsets during the regular season, and that's what made Saturday so compelling because there was no wiggle room if you lost. You, you know what's interesting? The thing I, I don't like about the bowl season now is the portal. All these kids are gone. Kids aren't playing. The bowl games mean nothing. That's why having at least next year, I told Bob, at least next year, 12 teams will have all their guys playing. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, I just filed our bull predictions at Sporting News, and here's a spoiler alert there. I don't know what to make of them because there's guys <laughs> that are going to portal. I don't know how many guys will opt out of bull games. Um, I still enjoy watching the game, right? I don't mind that part, but trying to predict some of these unpredictable games, and that goes all the way through. Georgia, Florida State. We have no idea which Georgia players are going to sit that bowl game out. Mm-hmm. Yep. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And, you know, fans, they're not going to the games because it's not – they're not going to recognize the team. Look at Ohio State. Who's going, to be, who's going to be playing quarterback for them? Yeah, that was interesting news this morning. Um, obviously with Kyle McCord, who goes 11-1 and as a starter this season. But that one, as you guys know, you covered the Big Ten too. Uh, that one matters a little more than the rest. And it'll be interesting to see where he lands and where Ohio State turns quarterback-wise. I mean, the three guys before Kyle McCord were Heisman finalists. It's almost in an insane bar to try to clear. So I think the Buckeyes are in the market to go portal shopping, whether it's a Cam Ward or DJ Uwangalele or one of those guys. Um, the portal's – again, guys, I don't even know what to make of the portal. You've got quarterbacks that have played on like four different schools now. Yeah, I mean, they're approaching – who's the dude that – Edwin Jackson, a baseball player, I think played for every team in the majors, at least half of them anyway. Uh, Bill Bender joining us from the Sporting News. We're talking some college football. But to that portal, I mean, you got Kansas State and NC State. I believe both quarterbacks have already entered the portal for that matchup. But just looking at it on the surface there, Bill, Dylan Gabriel leaving Oklahoma, that one was kind of, a, I guess, a head-scratcher for me, given the success he's had with the Sooners. Me too. I mean, that was the one I didn't expect to see. I mean, and obviously he had played at Central Florida. He's played a lot of college football. The one thing with, uh, you know, and I I write a little NFL for us too. The one thing with some of these college football quarterbacks is it's almost like they have an NFL career now. Max Johnson played at LSU, Texas A&M, and he'll be at North Carolina. Dylan Gabriel played at Central Florida, Oklahoma for two seasons, and now he'll be somewhere else. It can be very confusing and you, you almost have to Google some of these guys' ages. But then when you have that, you have a guy like Michael Penix who will have a chance to maybe win the Heisman and win the national championship. I believe of the Ford playoff teams, he's the only transfer starting quarterback. Who do you think um, – what portal quarterback does Michigan, Michigan, Notre Dame, and Ohio State get? Well, Michigan may stay – may stay back and and they may go into the portal. I think Ohio state's going to take a look at Cameron Ward, Washington state quarterback. He'd fit in that system. DJ might fit in that system. I think Riley Leonard and to Notre Dame makes sense. And that's Mm -hmm. been reported. 
I mean, he'd be a great fit there. Michigan, I don't know. Um, Jaden Davis is an incoming freshman. I don't know that they would start him right away. What about the kid from UCLA who's from Detroit? That one adds up too, right? Dante Moore, the the kid from Cass Tech in Detroit that didn't work out at Oregon, didn't work out at UCLA. He absolutely could be a fit in Ann Arbor with his playmaking skill set. Now you got um, Maryland taking on Auburn. We bring it closer to home. We are the flagship home of the Terps there. Bill, we've been saying – This should have been a nine-win Maryland season. The Illinois loss, the Northwestern loss, kind of sting a little bit. They hung with – they were leading in the second half against Ohio State. They had Michigan. Penn State spanked them a little bit. But as we look at Maryland at seven and five, is this this an appropriate growth, I guess, for the program five years into the Mike Loxley era? I mean, they're competing. They showed they could compete with Michigan for four quarters, and they showed they could compete with Ohio State into the third quarter. And if not for a – what an interception there at the end of the half that may have been a little bit of a different game they caught ohio state at the right time and that's where i measure maryland honestly and and trying to eliminate those as many of those illinois losses as you can i i like their chances in the bowl game they they typically show up for their bowl game some teams don't so uh i think it's just continued growth and the good news that in the big 10 schedule next year you won't have to deal with ohio state and michigan every year and that's that's a big deal for it might not be a big deal for some schools. It's going to be a big deal for Maryland and Rutgers. I think they can grow a little bit faster. Hey, Bill, what coaching hire have you liked best so far? Well, I like Mike Elko to Texas A&M. I think that's a make sense hire for that. What program. happened with Stoops? Because supposedly he was being hired, and then all of a sudden, no, he's out and Elko's in. Well, I mean, you know, obviously he didn't want to take the job. And I think for Stoops, He has one of the best jobs in the world. You can win eight at Kentucky. Now, this year, the expectations were a little bit higher, and they didn't deliver. Um, Texas A&M is a really tough job because Mm -hmm. those fans expect to be Ohio State and Alabama and Georgia, and they haven't won a national championship since the 1930s. All right, Bill, the Final Four is set, and with all due respect to Florida State and Georgia, the teams that were left out, you got Alabama, Michigan, Michigan one-and-a-half-point favorites there in the Rose Bowl, then Washington, Texas. Texas laying four against the Huskies. Who wins, who's advancing, and who's playing for that national championship in the final year of the four-team playoff? We'll get a rematch, Alabama-Texas, and uh, I like Texas in a shootout with Washington. I do like Alabama against Michigan. I Michigan has some injuries on the offensive line, and I, I just think Alabama will control the line of scrimmage. And I, I make this joke quite a bit, but, I mean, it's college football season. You kind of like feel like you have the answer at the end of the test, and it's just how you get there. And the answer at the end of the test is typically Alabama. So I'm going to take the Crimson Tide to win it all. They found something with Jalen Milrow. I know we're all <laughs> – I mean, there's Alabama fatigue, obviously, but, I mean, it's a remarkable coaching job of what Nick Saban's been able to do this year. Will John Hart or Jim Harbaugh rather be coaching his final game or games for the Wolverines in the playoffs? Uh, he's probably the most unpredictable person to to follow, so I don't know the answer to that. If I had to guess, and you're you're making me make one, I'll say be back in Ann Arbor next year. I, I just don't know which NFL parachute makes the most sense. He's either going to be in Ann Arbor, maybe on the Raiders or Bears sideline, but. The Raiders might hang on to Antonio Pierce. The Bears, who knows? So um, I'm going to, for now, say he'll be back in Ann Arbor. Bill Bender, Sporting News. Bill, we appreciate your time. Thanks for the insight and the opinion, and we'll talk to you hopefully in a couple of weeks here.
Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me on, guys. Have a good day. You got it. Here's Bill Bender, everybody. He's going with the Alabama Crimson Tide, who barely made the playoffs. They're a Hail Mary against Auburn away yeah. from not even being part of the conversation. And now they might be winning a yet another championship for old Nick Saban. We'll come back, take a trip through the funhouse with Nolan McGraw. Then Inside Access takes over, too. Got Monday Night Football later. Jacksonville hosting the Bengals. Until the Gold Club opens. Make it rain. Vinny and Haney. Better grab an umbrella. 105.7 The Fan. Dave 101057th fan here on this Monday. Funhouse trip coming up in a matter of minutes. Stay tuned for that. Inside access coming up at two. Winter meetings happening in Nashville this week. We talked to Rockabaco earlier today from MassInsports.com. Guess laying the groundwork maybe for some deals, looking for some mm-hmm. relief pitching, maybe another starting pitcher. I don't know. If old John Angelo is going to be stroking some big fat checks for free agents, but the chatter is there that the Orioles are one of the three teams apparently interested in Dylan Cease. Atlanta's prominently mentioned, too. I believe he's from that area. White Sox right-hander who had a down year yeah. this season, but is usually uh, one of the more reliable and effective starting pitchers in the American League. And the Orioles were linked to him during the trade deadline back there in the past summer. So we'll keep you up to date on all of the Oriole news. John Harbaugh is going to meet with the media today. He'll be back at that podium yeah. setting. Yeah. What's he got? He'll probably talk uh, Michigan. Probably talk some Michigan stuff. And then I guess glad to have the guys back. And then he'll get into the coach speak about the Rams. Right. And also, you know, by having the day off, watching the other teams play, Steelers lose, Browns lose, Cincinnati's double-digit underdogs tonight. Yep. I mean, the Ravens are in a pretty strong situation here in regards to the standings in the AFC North. Right now, they're the number two seed in the conference behind Miami because of tie-breaking procedures. Jacksonville, as Vinny pointed out earlier, they win tonight. They'll ascend to number one. But Ravens play both Jacksonville and Miami. Yeah, so they'll be the able to the handle their own, their own business. So it's going uh, to be an interesting stretch run. I, I mean, it's kind of like... Like, the Eagles have been on that kind of run as of late with the teams that they've had to play. And they got to go play Dallas yet again yep. next week. So, I mean, everybody's got their stretch where it's really tough. And the Ravens stretch happens to be at the end. And for Dallas and Philly, this is one of those litmus test games for Dak Prescott. Yep. I mean, he's been dicing up teams left and right as of late. But can he rise to the occasion against the Eagles there? Quick draw. Hey, feeling over there? Feeling good. Speaking of Dak there and the Cowboys, they're scheduled down the stretch pretty tough. They're actually going to get tested for once after playing God knows how many games in a the row. Commanders. Against teams with, so they uh, got Philly then who, Norm? Uh, off the top of my head, there's, it's other prospective playoff teams. I believe the Lions are in there. Um, the, the key is, is it in Dallas? Dallas. Dallas is probably one of the best home teams. They've got, so yeah. they've got Philly. At Buffalo, at Miami, host Detroit. Ooh, yeah, there's kind of like the, the Commanders. Ring. Oh boy. So, but I said this last week. We was talking about it with Cordell that you know if you're the Cowboys, this is what you want. I mean, you can't go into the playoffs playing nobody because we saw earlier this year when they actually got tested. Jerry Jones even called it the what the measuring stick game against the 49ers, and they got just absolutely destroyed. They got spanked with that measuring stick. Yes, old exactly. school style. Well, if if 
if it was up to me, Norman, if I was Dallas, you know, if I got Philly this week and then I had some uh, puffy pantsers down the street, I'd be happy with that instead of, you know, what they're going to play. But then they can say at the end that, yeah, that helped us playing the Miamis and the Buffaloes and stuff. Video to Handy 1057, the fan inside access coming up next. Let's go to that fun house, Nolan. Quick draws, fun house. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. Start with this one here on the college football playoff. Texter says results should matter, not what some committee thinks. There were games this year Alabama played poorly, probably should have lost, but they just skated by. Again, no logic or sportsmanship included in the decisions. The thing that was included in the decision was the quarterback getting hurt. I mean, that's what it's all about. If if um, if yours would have got hurt and he's out, does Texas get in then? Or Penix gets hurt in Washington. Yeah. And then I think it's the same thing. But we kind of, again, not to pat ourselves on the back, the Monday after Travis got hurt, we came in and said they're probably going to get hosed. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened to him. We knew there was going to be a log jam. Right. I mean, somebody was, yeah. The very next playoff rankings that came out after his injury, they fell out of the top four then. They were just waiting for the excuse to get him out of there. You know the Florida State coach. You know, that I'm sure the talk shows down in Tallahassee, they talked about that. Oh, we're going to get screwed mm-hmm. because our quarterback's hurt. And, and if this happens, like exactly what happened, we're done. Well, Corrigan said this isn't the Florida State team that started 11 on 0. It's a different exactly. team. So maybe this is a moot point, but if you're truly going based off of like watchability, why? I know they're both still 5 and 6, but why are they still ahead of Georgia then? Who? Florida, Florida State? It doesn't change the matchup. They still play each other, but just for, you know. You know what's in giggles. Mm-hmm. Well, they were conference champs. Georgia wasn't. Right. And Georgia's 14-point favorites in that Orange Bowl. No, yeah. no. Uh, how about this one here? Mark from Perry Hall. Uh, talking about bad officiating this weekend. He's going to that Pittsburgh game uh, against the Cardinals. Arizona tight end caught a touchdown that was called a touchdown on the field. They go to oh, review yeah. it. Uh, the announcers, everyone watching said, yep, that's a catch. They end up overturning it. Didn't matter. He scored on the next play, but uh, how was that inconclusive? Yeah, it was a ground cause. He didn't complete the process. I saw one even more egregious. Denver, Houston, where the the kid from Wake Forest, King, had the scoop and score. But the refs said that they stopped the progress of the running back like nanosecond after contact was made. Oh, it was brutal. And then they let... You know, what was it, the Ravens game earlier this yeah. year where the guy's going People were seconds. running in from the stands pushing that right. dude into the end zone. No consistency. Uh, how about this one here? Texter said, uh, Bill in Bayview. Uh, random thoughts. Certainly not a New England fan, but shouldn't their rebuild be relatively easy? Pretty good defense. They're going to have great draft capital. Plus, due to a bad record, they'll have an easy schedule next season. Could be a fast turnaround for them. No, I, it all depends on the quarterback. If they get the right guy, 
at quarterback. I mean, look at Carolina and then look at Houston. You get the right guy, you get the wrong guy. Mac Jones seems to be the wrong guy at this time. And one last one here from Howard in Baltimore. He's taking a victory lap with me for the Cardinals pick. Uh, Says, uh, I told you guys last week that all three AFC North teams had a pretty good chance of losing this weekend. We'll see with the Bengals tonight. Uh, Howard goes on to say here, Ravens could go three and two down the stretch and win the AFC North pretty easily. Yeah, but I, I think they're looking for right now where you sit, you're up two with five to go. To me, I'm looking to be the number one seed. I, I'm it, The Ravens guys respond after uh, time off. So I think having that week off, I think it'd be huge for the Ravens. Yeah, and we don't use a cliche here, but the Ravens, given the fact they have Jacksonville and Miami on the schedule, kind of control their own destiny, perhaps, yeah. in being that number one seed. That's going to do it for us. Inside Access is coming up next. You got Monday Night Football. Speaking of that, Jacksonville taking on Cincinnati. Jacksonville 10-point favorites over the borough-less Bengals for Nolan McGraw, Vinny Serrato. I'm Bob Haney. Stay safe, stay healthy. Talk to you in the morning. For now, everybody, class dismissed. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.